0: Hey, it's like winning the publisher's clearing the sweepstakes except your neighbors are paying for it. I mean, this is crazy. Did I, I Look, I know I'm critical of ABC and I don't think I'm unfair, but really, I used to teach this stuff for college students. If somebody gave me a story like that, I would I would say this is this is not journalistic standards. To present this material in this way. I mean, that was a cheerleading story for Joe Biden. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? These guys. I I mean, there are two sides to every story. I'm sure if somebody told me, um, you know, my credit card bill after last weekend in Central America. If somebody said, John, we're wiping your credit card debt. I don't think I'd argue with them right now. I think I'd be like, oh, wow. Thank you very much. But. If, if, you were, if you were taking my credit card debt and passing it along to other people, well, I, I probably would still accept it maybe, but I would have to acknowledge this is not really fair. I went out and spent the money. I went out and took my trip. I went out and had drinks and fancy dinner and then hiked to the top of the volcano. Why should you pay for that when I'm the one that did it? Right? Why should you pay for that? This is my responsibility. I got to pay my bills. So you know the same thing with education. This is why I got to tell you, got to tell you, these colleges and universities who have suckered everybody into big bills while they build new buildings and a climbing wall and a hot tub for everybody who's you know on the on the football team. There's going to be a reckoning here. I'd like to help bring it about, to be honest with you. I I think these schools are out of control, and they have um, enriched themselves and their professors and staff while vulnerable people, here I am standing up for the vulnerable people, have been conned into something that is just not workable and not worth it anymore. But Joe Biden, he's buying votes, guys. That's what he's doing. He's buying votes with this. This is crazy. Crazy the way the media is covering it and crazy that he's doing it. Good morning to you. 738 on this Wednesday. It's the 21st day of February 2024. I'm John Reed and we're glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. Hey, uh, uh, two things. We have a winner for the first pair of tickets to the 50th anniversary tour of Kansas. Um, you know, producer Dan, we need like a, a list of all the top hits. They had a lot of hits in their heyday. So we we should pop those in uh, occasionally just I know people know Kansas, but could you identify the top three hits? We just played one of them. But anyway, uh let me give you the name of our winner. Doggone it. Dan sent it to me. All right. Jerry Candrilli of Short Pump, our first winner for a pair of tickets. To Kansas, the 50th anniversary tour, Friday, March 1st, at the Dominion Energy Center here in Richmond. So, congratulations, Jerry. I'm one of my neighbors out in Short Pump. I appreciate that you, uh, I don't know Jerry, I don't think, but congratulations. Uh, that'll be fun to go on March 1st. And I should mention once again that the tickets are on sale for Politics I and like Pints. Beer. Yeah. It makes me a job. Featuring Brian Kilmeade, presented by Chronic Care of Richmond, Wednesday, March 20th at the Beacon Theater in Hopewell, from about 6 o'clock till, I mean, they say 9. We, I, every time I've been there, I've been there till 10, shaking hands with people. And, you know, gets people really want to talk. So get your tickets to Politics and Pints uh, so that you don't miss out. If you've never been to it, I think you're going to find it kind of fun. Um, we try not to let it get out of hand. We had one person, maybe two two or three episodes ago, who's a little drunk, who was not very nice. And I kept giving him the evil eye. And the, but I mean, how many thousands of people have come to politics and pints? And generally most everybody has a great time. Uh, and this will be exciting with Brian Kilmeade from Fox and friends um, on stage. I don't know whether Brian has been appropriately prepped for this. Does he know what he's gotten himself into with Howard Gutman and, and Jeff and me? So, it's I think it's going to really be exciting and Hopewell is not too far away. I don't care where you are, it's not too far away. So, what, 20 it's like 28 minutes from my house and I live in Short Pump. So, come on. By DC standards, man, that's nothing. So, get your tickets at wrva.com and get ready for a night of political dialogue that's a little different from NPR and PBS. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun with with some of the hot topics of the day with Brian Kilmeade, Jeff Katz, Howard Gutman, and me. WRVA.com for those tickets. All right. I don't want to eat up all our time here because let me go back to the colleges and universities situation. I I am so puzzled. Like, what is going on at Virginia Military Institute? You know, they were so eager to accept – when Governor Northam was in office, Ralph Northam, who, would, who was a VMI graduate is the shocking thing. Oh my god, the Washington Post has written an article that we're all racist. The school is very, very troubled. People are offended and horrified and they're scarred for life going to VMI, which I just don't think is the case. But when the Washington Post ran the stories, man, they got rid of the uh, head of the school. They brought in a, a very qualified black general, former general, to lead the school i think it's questionable I, I i don't want to call him a racist because i'm not sure what the deal is with general wins but there's something going on at vmi and the new governor governor Yunkin, has said dei he he is done with dei right vmi i think is just biding their time till they get a new governor and they're gonna do what bureaucrats always do just wait it out and hope that they can do what they want to do in the first place. And a lot of these schools and universities are that way. They just flip their middle finger at the elected officials. They don't care what you think as the voters. They don't care what the elected officials think. They're going to do what they want. Meanwhile, they're collecting huge salaries that would make you blush. Like you're working your butt off to pay for these people to sit in academia and collect money. Carmen Volani has been following all of this. He's a VMI grad. Was. Um, Am I correct? You were head of the honor court when you were there. Hey, good morning, John. Great to be with
1: yeah. you again. Yes, that is correct. Okay, I,
0: I, 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 don't I want to make sure I'm accurate in this. And, yeah, and so the, the latest the latest situation is that the alumni association, which that's affiliated with the school, right? There's a formal affiliation. They're 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 banning alums. They're they're blacklisting them, getting rid of them.
1: Well, there is a connection. I don't know if it's a it's a direct affiliation. It seems to be more so uh, uh, than than in, in years past. But yes, what's going on with VMI, and and I think it's a microcosm of society, John. There is a an assault on free speech, uh, a lack of civil discourse, and and also this, as you you've brought forth a number of times, is this uh, tolerance for dishonesty. And, and to your point, yes, see, there has been. Uh, you know a discussion a controversy with regard to the obtaining of emails off the alumni association website and you know it, it's detailed in a letter that's become public in the cardinal news and it, what what essentially was uh, you know there was the obtaining of emails off the off the website and the
0: were you of allowed to do that
1: it, to, to some extent, yes, it, it's quite vague. Uh, but, uh, the rules it doesn't, are, okay. it, yeah. I mean, it says in the terms, in order to protect the privacy of constituents, our system imposes a limit to the number of alumni profiles you are able to view. Mm-hmm. But what really is, is at the crux of it, th- these eight individuals, and I'm not going to justify or criticize what was done, uh, is, is about the protection of privacy, honor, and upholding, you know, the, the standards of, of VMI. And that was the the, the, the rationale for uh, th- this suspension, which is really I, I find very disdaining because you know you talk about the time must must fit the crime, if if you will, you put it in those terms. And these, you know, seven of them were were, were, were they say suspended? I'll use the term banned for ten years. One one for life, okay? And they mm. talk about. Protection of privacy.
0: And what did well, they do? What I, I'm I'm missing something? What What is it that they did that was so upsetting? Did they well, send the, naked pictures to the to, to well, the Alums? No, I mean, what was reported
1: was the, the, a, a very large number. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of six thousand emails were were taken, you know, and or, or obtained. And you know, to your your point, you just said there's two sides of every story, John. And this is what has been so troubling, because there are a number, a large number of alumni that are trying to present another side of the story to what has happened since October 2020, when the the disgraced governor came out, the VMI graduate, and lied about VMI being structurally racist, okay? We have just wanted to try to share with our fellow alumni our perspective.
0: Yes, I see.
1: The Alumni Association continues to put forth a roadblock. They, they have engaged in censorship, and, and it culminated in this. But they talk about protecting privacy. Now, there was a, uh, a court case that challenged whether or not we, we could have access to emails. Now, the lawyer representing the Alumni Association in the court proceeding said this. So what do we have here in terms of issues before the court? We've offered to provide names and physical addresses. We've offered to allow the inspection of that record. We've offered to allow the copying of that record, and we've brought a copy of it today. They were willing and provided physical addresses, John, and they don't view that as a violation of privacy. There is, uh, you know, they put out a cadet, uh, a register of former cadets and, and I talked with an alumnus yesterday. I don't have it. It came out in 2020 and it has my name, it has my 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 personal home address and it has my email. And and this is, you know, any alumni can get it. Yeah. And and there's also a bookstore, an online used bookstore where anybody can go out and buy a 2015 register of former cadets containing, you know, th- this type of information for like the $25. director. You know,
0: they used so, to print directories all the time with alumni associations and then I think they figured out this is valuable so we'll keep it uh digitally and only allow access to certain people in some cases you know they rent the list you don't actually get the list but if you've got something you want to say you have to check you get permission and then you have to buy the list uh, from from different groups so that's so that's interesting. so the, the whole point here is there's a group of alums who disagree with the narrative that's coming from VMI institutionally they wanted to offer a counter narrative to to their own classmates and now they're being accused of breaking the rules so <laughs> they've been banned from being a part of the alumni association
1: wow yeah i mean the, okay. the, the controversy is yeah whether or yeah. not th- this was done done properly and and yeah. okay you want to again i'm not going to uh, justify or, or or criticize the actions, but really to take these severe actions and then go out there and essentially broadcast it to a large number of people. Not only that, they send it to, to the respective classes of those eight individuals, and they don't even have the them. common decency to mm. include them in, in in what I view as uh, besmirching their, their character.
0: Yeah. And that Not character mention, and honor is a big deal at VMI. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate you flagging it. Somebody's got to get VMI under control. I don't know whether it'll be Governor Yunkin or, I, but the there seems to be a problem there. I, I I'm kind of puzzled by that. Carmen Villani, uh, from a former uh, cadet at VMI. I appreciate it very much. Thank you.
1: Thank you, John.
0: Seven forty nine. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.